Welcome back to Degenerates Not Your Mom's podcast with myself, Lachina. Hello, everyone. Um, I am literally still half asleep, but I got my coffee. So cheers to that. I'm going to open this can. It's actually a can of coffee. You know, those Starbucks canned coffees, but this one is delicious, actually. It's like espresso and cream. So anyways, opening that and cheers. Cheers, everyone. Uh, grab your drinks, grab your cocktails, grab your beers, grab your wines, grab your coffees, grab your waters. Cheers. Um, I did want to mention that I heard last week's episode and there was a lot of like popping noises whenever I was pronouncing peas and I think I was either too close to the microphone not holding it correctly um I changed the microphone this week so hopefully that issue uh, doesn't happen sorry about that uh let's see how it goes um I question to start off with how do people eat their Oreos? Okay, I haven't had Oreos, or no, I've had Oreos, but I haven't bought a whole pack of Oreos in a billion years. And I recently did buy a package of double stuffed Oreos, which are delicious. I think I stopped eating Oreos, or no, rephrase, I stopped buying Oreos after I looked at the packages and saw the insane amount of calories, which... I used to calorie count a lot. I don't at all anymore, but when I used to, I remember being very shocked and I'm like, I eat like two Oreos. I'm like, well, that's as many calories as a whole whole lunch or some shit like that. And anyway, that's why I stopped. But I bought this um, and I was thinking, how do people eat their Oreos? Like, you know, so since I was young, I used to always like split the Oreo in half, right? Split the Oreo always one side gets more cream. It gets either all the cream or more cream. And so I eat the side without the cream because, you know, like get rid of that first, get that out of the way. Then I sometimes like scrape some of the cream off and eat it itself, but it's really sweet. So it's just kind of like once or twice. And then I eat the whole, the Oreo with all the rest of the cream. Um, but question. So one, do people really dunk Oreos in milk, like in the commercials? Does that happen? Do people even... And two, like, do people even drink milk anymore? I don't even know. I, I feel like I haven't seen anyone... Like, it used to be in movies and shit, right? Like, people used to have, like, a glass of milk or kids and cookies. I, I haven't seen that recently, ever. I don't think anyone drinks milk. Like, people drink goat milk, people drink almond milk... I don't think people drink regular milk. Me, personally, I like regular milk. I don't really drink it, but I like regular milk. Even in my coffees, I would take regular milk than, like, almond milk or oat milk. But, you know, who knows? Um, third, or do people just bite down on the Oreos like a psychopath and, like, create a billion crumbs everywhere and a high possibility of it just, like, cracking? Because Oreos are kind of, like... It doesn't like clean cut off into half. It will like break everything and all fall apart. I don't know. Random questions. I was just wondering that because I, I had some Oreos last night. <laughs> but anyways, uh, another thing came up about Elon Musk. I really don't want to talk about Elon Musk anymore. Like it, I feel now it feels like that Johnny Depp trial where it was like too much. We're talking about it too much and I don't want to talk about it anymore. But I heard news that he had an affair with 
the Google co-founder's wife, which apparently he is like really good friends with you. They were like romance type, very good friends, um, which caused them to file for divorce. And like there was a thing where it's like, oh, like there was a party early this year and Elon got down on one knee to apologize to the Google co-founder. And, like, it didn't work out anyways because, like, bro, you slept with his wife and now they're getting a divorce. But, like, what is up with all this? Like, at this point, you know, Google co-founder's wife, like, she she must be rich too, right? Like, the Google co-founder must be rich. So we can't just be like, oh, because Elon Musk is so rich, people just throw themselves at him. Like, what does he actually have, like, a crazy charisma that in person that people are attracted to like I don't he's not like super good looking or anything like that just seems insane to me and also like all the Amber Heard and Cara Delevingne that how you say her name anyways that model girl actually no she's an actress too actually I really like her but (laughs) I've heard a lot of crazy rumors anyways um them having threesomes and shit like it's crazy. Like he there's so many rumors around Elon Musk's sex life that at this point it's kind of like there must be a different reason that he's having this much sex disrupting marriages or is he just like being an ass? I have no clue. Like this this is not just money. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> I stumbled upon some really really good dating advice. And I think this all kind of has to do with, like, human psychology or human behavior, psychological stuff. Which is why when I'm totally done with bartending, I do want to study this. I mean, maybe I'll study it while I bartend, but I do want to study this, like, seriously one day. Um, But the advice was, I think um, this guy that I saw was a dating coach, I think, but... His advice was when you meet someone new and, you know, you like them, he's cool or she, it could be she too, um, and you're like interested. But a lot of the times we rush to say, I like him, you know, when you talk to your friends, when even to yourself, it's like, oh my God, he's cute. I like him. So he was saying that replace like with interested. Don't say I like him. Say I'm interested in him. Because you don't know the full package. You don't know everything about him. You don't know everything he has to offer. No, I'm interested in what I see to this point. Show me more. You know? And even to yourself. You know, don't rush into being like, oh my god, he's so cute. I like him. Because then you start romanticizing. You don't even know all the parts of this person. And you're just like, I like him. You know? And I thought that was really, really good advice. Also, also depending on where that other person is in their like emotional interest level, like might sound like a lot. Some pe- I think some people just have this fear when about that word like or love. So you know, even if they are interested exactly the same amount, some people are like, "Oh my God, he likes me." That's like heavy. That's a lot, and it's like this weird fear that people these days have for some reason you can't even freely tell people the amount of interest you have in them because that might 
scare them away. But, you know, we can't change how people think. It's I think it's been an issue in the dating world where when someone um, shows more interest, the other person gets scared, even though they might like that person too. So anyways, um, I thought this was really good advice just even saying that to yourself like remember you know yeah I'm interested in this person but doesn't mean I'm like totally deep diving straight away like oh I like him so much I guess it is a little bit of a mind trick to the other person too if you say this to the other person like hey I am interested in you you're great then this person is kind of like oh what do you mean interested? I have all these great features that you should like, you know? <laughs> but um, overall, it's kind of like don't romanticize relationships in the very, very early beginnings of it when you're just dating, like not even serious, whatever. And um, yeah, don't oversell your interest without really even knowing all they have to offer. Dating tip of the day. Bam. Okay. Um, <laughs> this one's going to be be a f short one, by the way, guys, because I have to, like, run to work. But last but not least, I watched, I binged, of course, because I always binge everything. This Victoria's Secret documentary on Hulu fucking blew my mind because, like, what? Okay, it started out all innocent, explaining how Victoria's Secret was marketed and how it got so popular, blah, 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 the history of it, which was very interesting. It should be, I feel like that early stage of marketing should be in some like marketing Bibles or books or textbooks and stuff like that because the owner of the company, um, whose name is Les Wexner, he's actually like a retail tycoon. He own, practically owns like all the malls in the United States or he has like a lot he has a lot of um shops in all the malls but anyways he found something that everyone needed or wanted which was women lingerie there was not a huge brand like that back when he made it i think it was the 1980s um i assume and like many other brands back in that day <laughs> women's lingerie was marketed Yes, to women, but also to men. It was a man that founded this company. He made what he wanted women to look like, right? That's how he marketed it. It worked back then. It Not so much now, but at that time, I think it was like, you know, a very good marketing strategy, which is why it blew up. Also, media was very one-sided. Because it was not social media like now where everyone interacts and the models can interact. No, it was like, bam, I put this on TV and that's what everyone gets. That's the image everyone gets. That's what's glamorized. And then the people watching at home, like us in the 90s, little kids were watching these thin ass models being like, that's how we're supposed to look. That looks amazing. All the angels. I want to be like that and I guess you know what this might have been a big part of why the 90s everyone was starving themselves and everyone was like paper skinny <laughs> but that was then anyways that was like the beginning of the episode it's three episodes I think three or four but they were talking about like you know some fun facts where Victoria 
was a whole backstory. This girl didn't even exist and it was a whole backstory to market the brand, all the fun stuff. Anyways, why my mind was fucking blown was because fucking Epstein was involved in all of this. Like, so, so later on, um, Les Wexner meets with Epstein and he became his financial advisor. And then like a few years later, and so like apparently being the financial advisor, a lot of things were in Epstein's name. He had a lot of control over finances and he had a lot of control over Les Wexner's like fortune. And a lot of trust apparently too, because even after a lot of the allegations were made or like he Les Wexner didn't fire him until like later later. And it's crazy because Epstein pretended to be Victoria's Secret re recruiter um, to lure, like, these pretty young girls. And apparently Les Wexner did nothing about it, even after getting reports about it. And, like, people saying, like, a man in New York is saying he's a recruiter and, like, getting girls and scamming people. Um... He also used Les Wexner's jets to now it's famous as the Lolita Express. Um, but Les Wexner had a lot of jets and Epstein used one of them to transport young girls to his back and forth to his estate. And apparently like Les Wexner's estate was used a lot for mm, weird underage girl stuff like all the weird activities that he did and he Les Wexner even until now says that he didn't know any of this and he had no idea this was going on but like really how can you be so close to with a person and not know that that's going on either Epstein had a really big secret like about this dude and was blackmailing him or they were in on it together right so it's really weird and then the biggest thing that got me was that these two men were involved in like a bigger scheme of global politics like they were even saying epstein could have been a spy for israeli intelligence so at this point it's not just like the rich society we all know that he was involved with the royal family and all of that so this is not just you know trafficking at this point it's just some crazy rich people like political rich families all of these people involved and i think it is much bigger than we think it's just like kind of after watching this it made more sense that even though jelaine maxwell got indicted that she and charged for these charges she no one that she trafficked these girls to so she was a trafficker like she gave these girls to someone but none of these people existed apparently she just trafficked hundreds of girls to only epstein or or just to nowhere you know and no one ever no no names got you know called out or no one else got investigated and i know there's has been a lot of questions about this but it makes so much more sense that it's probably so much bigger than we think 
um, all the people that are involved and all the like secrets involved in this. And it's kind of scary. It's just like, yeah, like people do say that he, Epstein might have been like a fucking master manipulator plus blackmailer because that is probably the only way that he could have ties to this type of rich society because it's not just rich people it's also like very high status people and you know um yeah it's just blew my mind um i forget a lot of the details but like give it a watch and you know it's mind-blowing um also like not to mention the chief marketing director of victoria's secret Ed Razik, I think that's how you say his name, was like literally a disgusting walking HR disaster. He inappropriately touched models and made like crazy sexist comments, did all this crazy shit that also like all these people closed their eyes. HR, one of the HR um, people were saying that they got hundreds of emails and they just didn't do anything about anything, so... Overall, after watching this documentary, I still stand by that the 90s was a fucking crazy time where everything just flew. It's insane, you know, starting with the Abercrombie and Fitch documentary is like that. Um, Michael Jackson documentary, all these documentaries, I just find mind blowing, but also it makes so much sense because I feel like... All of this has led to a lot of trauma to people that are my age because we grew up in that time and age where, like, whatever was on media was king. You know, you that's what you follow. That's what's trending. That's what's it. There was no diversity. There was no inclusiveness or any representation. There was kind of, like, no right or wrong. Like, even, you know, the comedians, the jokes... I feel like that's one of the reasons that we're so desensitized. Well, at least I am very desensitized about even like racist jokes or comments because when I was young, it was not a thing to get mad at. We're not allowed to get mad at that. You know, I literally had kids on the playground like pulling their eyes and like yelling nonsense at me. And honestly, there still are people that do that you know, when I walk the streets. And it's funny because, yeah, when we were younger in the 90s, no one taught anyone that that's bad. So I get it. Give it a pass. Now we have social media. We Everyone has a fucking phone. And I cannot believe that I still walk the streets and people still do that. I cannot believe I <laughs> meet people and they still don't know the difference between... Korea and China and Japan like it's insane and you know it's education I guess or it's it's um how much you care to know these things a lot of people don't um yeah I don't know I got into this from Epstein and Victoria's Secret but but yeah those are my thoughts and it was very interesting so if you guys are interested in this Give it a watch. It's not too long. It's short, so it's fun. Uh, it is on Hulu. Yeah, Hulu is like doing a really good job these days on their shows. 
you know netflix has to step their game up also netflix got rid of like criminal minds and the office too so it's like my all-time favorite things that i leave running while i do stuff gone it's on other platforms well that is it for today thank you for listening everyone you know where to find me we are on degenerous nymp everywhere um yeah i'm still trying to figure out what direction to take this podcast i really do enjoy just ranting i do hope everyone enjoys um listening to me ranting too as much as i enjoy ranting into a microphone but I will continue to try to figure out how to do this in the meantime. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. And as always, I am open to ideas and messages and stories. So please send us those things to degeneratesnymp at gmail.com or, you know, just DM me. DM me personally. And all all of my Instagram stuff is below. So um, thank you. Get high, get laid, get drunk. I will probably get drunk tonight, so let's get drunk together, okay? Bye!